0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio, where we celebrate variety and how it adds spice to quality of life. To the stars through difficulty. That is the Kansas State motto. Welcome to the Big Daily Blend here on Big Blend Radio. Today we're going to be shining the light on the sunflower state, Kansas. Kansas was admitted to the Union as our 34th state back on January 29th, 1861. Of course, you know its song, Home on the Range, where the deer and the antelope play. And we do know the state for its sunflowers and its prairie lands. Oh my gosh, driving through is beautiful. In fact, Nancy and I have been through Kansas quite a few times, either driving on the Jefferson Highway Trail or going from Colorado down south. And um, I have to tell you, we've seen some of the most spectacular sunrises over the prairies. And the prairies are cool. They're so full of life, so much bird life. And of course, you know, those sunflowers, they're feeding the birds too. In fact, speaking of the prairies, Kansas uh, is known for being home to Tallgrass Prairie, uh, which is also a national preserve within our National Park Service. It's also home to part of the Santa Fe Trail the Pony Express Trail, the Lewis and Crock Trail. We'll get into all of that in a little bit. Now, if you look on a map, uh, you'll see that uh, Kansas is right in the middle of the Midwest, and it is bordered to the east by Missouri. In fact, Kansas City, uh, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, are right next to each other, and you can drive back and forth and never really know which state you're in, uh, but they really do share quite a bit of fascinating history. South of Kansas is Oklahoma. If you go to the west again, there's Colorado. Like I was telling you, Nancy and I like to drive from Colorado through Kansas when we're heading south. And of course you've got Nebraska to the north. The state is named after the Kansas River, which in turn was named after the Kansas people. Before European colonization, uh, the Kansas was also occupied by the Caddoan, Wichita, and later the Sioux call people and the very first european to set foot in present day kansas was the spanish conquistador francisco vasquez de coronado and he explored the area back in 1541 in fact right outside dodge city there is a park dedicated to him and we'll touch on that and it's also part of a trail again um we're into trails here <laughs> a- didn't know, going through all this history on Kansas, that um, between 1763 and 1803, Kansas was actually part of Spanish Louisiana. And that's when the governor really got everybody busy trading up and down the rivers and um, doing some expeditions and spreading out. Um, But then it was in 1803 when Kansas was acquired by the United States as part of the Louisiana Purchase. However, at that time, what we know as Southwest uh, Kansas was actually still part of Spain, Mexico, and what was then the Republic of Texas. It was only at the end of the Mexican-American War back in 1848 when uh, these lands were given back to the United States. But it was 1812 through 1821 when Kansas was still part of the Missouri Territory. And so we're going to touch on, of course, I was I want to get into those trails, but one last thing is in 1827, Fort Leavenworth became the very first permanent settlement of white Americana in what was the future state of Kansas. Okay, so uh, let's look at the end of the Civil War. The Chisholm Trail was used to drive cattle from the Texas ranches to Dodge City, Kansas. And that's when they were shipped to east by railroad. And this led to all those wild people like Wild Bill Hick- Hickok, excuse me, Wild Bill Hickok, I can say it, Wyatt Earp, and Bat Masterson. And they were hired as marshals to maintain law and order in what was known as those rowdy cow towns like Abilene, Dodge City, and Fort Riley. Now I keep touching on Dodge City. Nancy and I went there. It's one of the first places we really stopped and, and explored, and um, we definitely want to go back because there's so much. But we were really impressed with they have this walking tour, the historic Dodge City self guided walking tour, that shows all the city's you know frontier history. and has storyboards, sculptures. Pole art banners, and there's also the Dodge City Trail of Fame that features over twenty nine medallions, so it's something you can get out. I mean it was this giant bull. I remember photographing giant bull sculpture right in the heart of the downtown, and um just the history is so prevalent there also right outside Dodge City is the Santa Fe Trail rut site, and um the Santa Fe Trail was pioneered in eighteen twenty one by a man called William Becknell. And it was a transportation route that ran from Franklin, Missouri, to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I think we've done, actually, all of the Santa Fe Trail by now, Nancy and I, on our Love Your Parks tour. But if you go about nine miles west of Dodge City, the Santa Fe Trail rut site is a National Historic Landmark and also a noteworthy site on the Santa Fe National Historic Trail. And that is just one of the National Historic Trails in uh Kansas. So check that out if you are anywhere nearby. Also, um, if you go to Fort Dodge, that is also part of it. And um, you know, this was Fort Dodge is part of the Santa Fe Trail. And uh Fort Dodge was actually an old campground for wagons that were traveling along the Santa Fe Trail. Uh, It also uh, has the Fort Dodge Army Post, which was established back in 1865 by Captain Henry Pierce. Uh, That was done by Order of Major General Grenville M. Dodge, hence the name Dodge. There's a historic library you can visit, also a self-guided walking tour. So check that out again if you're in Dodge City. Lastly, um, on the Santa Fe Trail that I was talking about, I mentioned um, a Spanish explorer, Francisco Vázquez de Coronado. So he this there's a park called the Coronado Cross Park. It's not too far uh, from Fort Dodge at all, um, and it's not far from Dodge City. It's all within an, an area. Like if you spend the night in Dodge City, you can hit all of these sites and do the walking tour. You might want to spend a couple nights, actually, because it looks like fun. There's a lot of history to, to soak up. And of course... You know, being an old cow- cattle town, you know they've got some good steak over there. Anyway, back to Coronado Cross Park. Uh, this is where Spanish explorer Francisco Vasquez de Coronado, see, I like to say his name, uh, was said to have crossed the Arkansas River in search of the fabled cities of gold. This was back in 1541, and it's a beautiful park. Um, It does have a cross in his honor and um, sunflowers, of course. I just remember it being very beautiful. So, check that out. So, let's go back to some of these parks. A couple other parks we've been to are more city parks and community parks. One of the ones, I think the very first one we went to is called Bay, Bay Mer Park. And Bay Mer Park, it's a water recreation park in Lake Kent, uh, Kansas. Um, it's right over the border of car, uh, Colorado. And so it's in Kearney County. And it was um, actually, donated in 1979 by Ethel and C.E. Bamer. And um, I think that's really cool to think about people back in the 70s going, we need to, you know, create this piece of land for people to go hang out in. So it's going to be part of their, probably their old ranch and uh, make it for the families. There's a playground, there's restrooms, camping sites with hookups, picnics, there's a little fishing area. It's dog friendly and it's beautiful. We saw the most amazing sunrise and sat and had our little breakfast on the road um, out there. I mean, and, and you know, the little town of Lake and it's little, but here's this magical little park that people can go hang out in and a lot of bird life. It was beautiful, beautiful sunrise there too. Another uh, park we went to is in Garden City. It's a six acre um park and this is really again another community park it was called the a Harold long park and we visited that and you know it was just great to see so many people out on the trail again very early in the morning but let's not forget these community parks when you're on a road trip and you need to get out and stretch your legs these parks are fantastic for it often with gazebos where you can have a picnic and uh, watch the birds and watch people going on their morning or afternoon walks and be part of that All right, speaking of parks, so Kansas is home to about 10 units within the National Park Service, and that includes some of the historic trails like the Santa Fe National Historic Trail. Some of these parks include the Brown versus Board of Education National Historic Site, Fort Larned, Larned, however you want to pronounce it, uh, National Historic Site, Fort Scott National Historic Site, Nicodemus National Historic Site, and as I was mentioning earlier, the Tallgrass Prairie National Preserve. So as you can see, a lot of history um, in this area. However, the uh, state is also home to four national wildlife refuges and um, the grassland, one national grassland, and uh, over 26 state parks. That number can fluctuate. because parks always come and go, and that's why we do the tour, so that hopefully you'll know about these parks and go visit and protect and preserve them. I want to get to the historic trails and highways, my favorite part of Kansas, other than the prairies and the sunflowers. Um, and the art, by the way, Kansas City, you've got to think about jazz, you've got to think about all the artists from the Midwest. Um, it's, it's a huge, huge uh, piece of what Kansas is about. But Kansas is on historic Route 66. Uh that byway uh really goes through the southeast corner of the state and um it's the original Kansas portion uh is found in the what's known as the Ozark Plateau. So check that out if you're going to be riding through Kansas, you may want to hit and get your kicks on Route 66. But there's another highway that Nancy and I have been actively traveling, and that is the Jefferson Highway. This was a highway started in 1915 by the editor of Better Homes and Garden Magazine, connecting Winnipeg, Canada, all the way down to New Orleans uh, in Louisiana. And right now, this highway is going on this huge revival, and it's so exciting to be part of. We do a podcast every third, uh, excuse me, every fourth, Thursday and I've linked um, it the in the show notes of today whether you're listening on YouTube or Spotify or Apple wherever you're listening look in the show notes I have a link to a playlist of podcasts that include Kansas in the as the topic um, and definitely Jefferson Highway is winning on this uh, with you know talking about music talking about historic sites that kind of thing and so and also about the communities you can visit if you travel through uh, on the Jefferson Highway. And uh, It pretty much goes through uh, southeast Kansas and um, you know, also includes places like Kansas City that we were talking about earlier. Some historic trails, just like the Santa Fe National Historic Trail, that traverse the state of Kansas include the Pony Express National Historic Trail. How can you not love that? The Oregon National Historic Trail. That's really huge about the people's migration uh, across going west. Pony Express, as we know, the Pony Express riders delivering mail before the telegraph service came in. We have the Lewis and Clark National Historic Trail also goes through here. And the California National Historic Trail, again, pioneers moving west. Got to think a lot also came from Missouri crossing through to Kansas to go west. So those are some of those historic trails. And what a great way to explore an area, but to go on a historic trail or a scenic byway, or something like the Jefferson Highway or Route 66. It just gives you little places to pull over and check out. And uh, I think these highways really are part of our pop culture and part of our tourism history, uh, road trip history, if you will, of America. So when you talk about pop culture, let's get to music. So the rock band Kansas was formed in the state capital of Topeka. Uh, Also, uh, Joe Walsh, hey, check it out. He was born in Wichita, Joe Walsh from the Eagles. Um, and right now, Danny Carey, uh, the drummer for the band Tool, he was raised in Paola. In fact, Paola was the most recent interview we did on Jefferson Highway that aired last week, and that is linked, again, as part of that Kansas playlist of Big Blend Radio podcasts. Um, some other musicians and singers from Kansas. We've got Melissa Etheridge, Martina McBride, Jennifer Knapp. Uh, we've also got Janelle Monet. Uh, Joyce De Donato and um, Jared Neiman, there's a huge list on Wikipedia of famous people from Kansas, movies filmed in Kansas. Oh, my gosh. I mean, of course we know about The Wizard of Oz, right? Um, and then, you know, we've got to look at uh, the actual literature. So uh, Little House on the Prairie uh, was published back in 1935. Is also about Kansas. Uh, also Truman Capote wrote his what he was called the nonfiction novel. Uh, it was his nineteen sixty five bestseller It's called in Cold Blood and um that is uh, all set in Finney County, a west uh, can- well the West Kansas town of Holcomb, which is in Finney county and then there's also the fictional town of Smallville, Kansas, which was the childhood home of Clark Kent, you know him, Superman. And uh, that was a very popular American comic book. And, of course, now, like, look how big it is, right? Um, Keystone City, that's part of it, is a Kansas city uh, where the Flash works and lives. Also, the science fiction novella A Boy and His Dog and the film based on it also take place in what was known as a post-apocalyptic Topeka, Kansas. Moon Over Manifest is uh, the winner of the 2011 Newbery Medal for excellence in children's literature, and that tells a story of a girl named Abilene who is sent to the fictional town of Manifest, Kansas, by her father in the summer of 1936. Uh, so, you know, we're, and that was written by Claire Vanderpool, who's from Kansas. So, that's some of the uh, fiction that we can look at, uh, literature and fiction. Uh, But music, again, is really huge. And I will also uh, put that list of um, that link to that Wikipedia page of famous Kansans. It's pretty impressive. There's a lot of athletes. Of course, uh, you've got to also look at this state as being so rich in minerals and coal, Uh, So the history of that is really prominent. Um, But it also gives a list of some of the most notable inventors. Do you know the I.C. was invented in Kansas? Uh, Pizza Hut comes from Kansas. So it's got a lot of interesting pop culture on there. So we hope you enjoyed the playlist of podcasts that feature and include Kansas, um, even including a state and a a town, a Greenfield that was wiped out by a a, um, tornado and uh, rebuilt itself as a completely green city. So uh, check that out. Um, That is in the playlist as well. So uh, just a lot of different things, including some art. Uh, Of course, we were talking about music as well. So um, a lot going on in um, that playlist of Kansas City um, interviews. So check that out. Thanks for listening right here to Big Blend Radio. Thank you for listening to Big Blend Radio. Keep up with our shows at bigblendradio.com.